Yo, yo, keep me active, they Yo, shout out Modelo. Yo, don't get the variety, get the regular, boys. So today I'm going to cover another one of my favorite books. This book is called The Intelligent Investor by Benjamin Graham. And this book is pretty much how to be a smart investor or what to look for. So I'm going to cover some key points in it. So one of the things it says is like investment is most intelligent when it is most business-like. And also, you have to know what you're doing and know your business. But another concept is you got to keep away from things in which you have little to gain and much to lose. So last time I was breaking these bad boys down, like, but I'll let people uh, interpret that for themselves. Now break some other parts down. So there's something called the margin of safety, right? By refusing to pay too much for an investment, you minimize your chance of your money um, suddenly being um, gone or disappearing really fast. So for example, like all these stuff are, are gonna connect, but let's just say Amazon is at like an like a all time high, right? Let's just say it'd be like four months ago, it was like, let's just say it was like at 600. Now it's like, then let's just say it went to 700 and buy, 800 and buy, 900 and buy, 1,000, you're like, you know, F it, man, I don't wanna miss all, but if it keeps on going up, then let's just say you bought right there, right? So that is not the margin of safety. Now is at an all-time high right there, right? And you can't, you can't, you don't really know what's gonna happen. It could go up, it could go down, right? So let's just say you bought at a thousand now, right? That's not a margin of safety. Now let's just say if something happens, it drops back. Let's just say you put your money, let's just say you put whatever in it, right? Then it drops back to like six hundred, or like let's just say it drops to seven hundred, eight hundred, right? Right there, you just lost thousands of dollars and for you to break even it literally has to go back to a thousand so but what goes up must come down so it's called you got like it's all about timing it so if you know like so the uh, like okay another part of this book right i'm just gonna skip around it's called it's like the best time to buy a great business is doing a bear market which means like when everything is crashed so technically like right now how everything is just down 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 so if you look at most things right now, right? If you compare it to like their three months high or their other three months um period, six months, they're all down. So the best time to buy a great business is doing a bear market. So that also goes with the margin of safety part right there. So from that perspective, like let's just say you know the business. So Amazon was one at whatever, let's just say Facebook, for example, right? So at Facebook, everything is pretty much down right now, right? Let's just say like the target price is like at a um, like just say like 200 and right now is at like 133 so right there's a good margin of safety because that's a great business that has a great like uh i'll get into that more but at least you guys get the point of what i'm trying to say right there so for example right um do not let anybody else run your business or your stocks or your cryptos or your nfts from the perspective of like unless you really really trust them unless they went to school for that thing or have knowledge on it right but let's just say if you so this book is not going to get you to the whole entire vibe but for example if you research you have to research what you're doing for example right like for that's why it says um investment is most intelligent when it's most business-like so nobody in a business goes into an investment or buy stuff while doing like knowing their price their inventory and all that good stuff right so if you form a conclusion based on facts you have to act on it even if other people don't think so because you did your research and you're right because your data is correct so if you know about the price um or um price over book 
uh, um, price slash earnings, um, uh, return on equity and all that good stuff and their debt to um, debt ratio compared to cash or their all that good stuff. So, but once you know, so you have to know stuff like that before you buy stocks, for example, right? So if you actually do your research and understand the stuff behind that, then you have to act on it from that perspective because you did your research. Let's just say that it passes all your research tests, right? The one time you you could be wrong if you don't do it by the margin of safety from that example, right? If you could buy at a high, which could be like, you're not necessarily wrong, but your return would be lower and which makes you at a, at a, uh, at a bigger risk. So for example, another thing is before you invest, right, you have to realistically assess your probability of being right and how you are, um, react to the consequences of being wrong, which is a key, key, key. So like if you put money into something, right, you gotta, you gotta think about the other perspective. What would happen if you're wrong? Let's just say you were like setting like market, um, stops or stop losses and all that good stuff, right? To minimize your chance. That's one way to minimize your chance. So if it goes below a certain price, it sells, for example, right? But you have to realistically be like, what would you, what would happen? Let's just say if you lost all your money. So that's why you don't put stuff in that you can't get out or that you really need. So you have to buy, um, what's it called? Buy shares in a few high quality stocks cryptos or nft projects um at a fair price and hold them but another key thing is once something goes up like you have to take profit you can't just live in an imaginary world oh it's gonna keep on going up it's gonna keep on going up it's keep on going up if you just put if you put five thousand and you you made ten thousand take two thousand out put in your savings if you really believe in that company it's gonna drop down sooner or later. Then once it drops down, reinvest that two thousand you took out into the same thing, or invest into something else. So, yo, let me take a break for a second, boys. Gosh damn, I'll be damned. So right now, those are some very key facts right there. So, for example. I'm gonna tell you guys how to spot a good business and how to um, what a great business does not look like. So a great to spot a great business, you gotta look for a simple business with consistent uh, performance and favorable long-term um, prospect. And before you um, invest in the company, you have to understand the product or services it provides. For example, a great business has excellent um, brand recognition from the perspective of like everybody knows what Amazon is, everybody knows what um, Target, everybody knows what Facebook, everybody knows what Tesla and all that good stuff. So those are great businesses. Some could say that it's already too late to invest, but it's never too late to invest if it passes your research test and if you use the margin of safety. And so that means you're buying at a, at a better time or doing a bear market, for example. So what's it called? Like when you're researching a company, you got to ask yourself if this company, this is how you buy the good business, right? If this company was selling the same product, let's just say 10 years ago, and if it would be selling the same thing 10 years from now, 10 years from now, because if it wasn't selling the same thing 10 years ago, that means it's changed. And if, it's, and if you don't think it's going to be selling the same thing 10 years from now, that means the business might crash or go down. And from that perspective, it's like, ooh, that might be a bad business unless they're changing their model, for example, 
which is possible. Like, let's just say, like, a company um, sold, like, like beer, right? And, like, randomly against the cigarette market. That would be okay from that perspective, but they have to keep on selling their base products. So, a great business is usually one that, like, the customer or consumers or whatever, right, will have to keep on purchasing over and over and over again. So, from that perspective, like, like people will always have to purchase like simple stuff like toothpaste. So if you find a business that was selling great toothpaste, like because everybody has to rebuy that over stuff like candy, coffee. So Amazon's good business because not Amazon, Caribou is a good business because they're selling stuff that would never run out of style. For example, coffee would never run out of style because it's one of those things that people love and they, I guess this is like an addiction part to it because people can be addicted to like caffeine so like the more addicting the better it is from that um perspective so stuff like but see what i'm saying like candy people are always going to eat candy and they're never going to stop people are always going to buy toothpaste people are always going to drink soda and people are always going to do so just simple stuff like that that amazon's going to or caribou's going to or caribou or what's it called starbucks or whatever those things are they're going to keep on selling coffee and coffee's never going to run out of style they're selling it 10 years ago they're going to sell it 10 years from now but they're just rechanging their model or the way they do it okay so for example a great business has pricing power so that means like the power to raise its price of all a large number of people saying oh freak i gotta run out of here so for example like this right the single most important decision in evaluating a great business is is pricing power and that means for example right if the business have to like pray or like whatever think like like oh my god what would happen if we raise it by like raise their price by 10 percent? that means they have a terrible business that's what the book says per se but overall that means let me go back to the caribou and starbucks example for from that perspective so from that perspective Let's just say if Caribou or Starbucks rolled, um, raised their price 10%, so from let's just say it's like $4, right? So what's it called? Let's just say it's like 40 cents or whatever, right? 40 cents, most people would be like, damn. But that's not going to stop them from going to Caribou or Starbucks because people love that stuff and they're going to keep on buying it. So that's another perspective right there, right? And like to spot a bad business is like this. A bad business is like something like that's in a very highly um, competitive market. For example, like, like how do I explain it? Like, like cars, for example, right? Like stuff like, like, for example, like cars are hard. That's a hard business to go into because like, the, the market is too, too competitive. Like maybe even airplanes or stuff like that, right? Or like trains or semiconductive stuff or like literally like just pretty much anything that the market is very high or very highly fragmented. So if you don't know what that means, look it up. And, and those things is like, for example, Caribou and Starbucks, the market is competitive, but those are like the only two big dogs. When it comes to cars, you got... Tesla, you got Ford, you got, what's it called, Chevy, you got Hyundai, you got Honda, you got Toyota, you got all them stuff. That's why it's like, whoa. So like, and those ones, those are like brand specific because some people literally do not care, right? They will literally just buy like, 
their cars based on what their family been buying for like their whole entire life. So uh, I'm pretty sure you guys are getting the vibe I'm coming from. So look, let me pause for example before I end this, right? So if you made it this far, yo, show your boy some love, share this video to your family member, go on, my, on the link, show, give your boy give your boy a dollar, B, give me, uh, what's it called, $4, subscribe, whatever, like, share. But I could care less about that part, right? I prefer the person just sharing, sharing, sharing. Because if you share that, then you make my day. Because I prefer like the share, even the dollar tip would be like, oh, sweet, that, that make my day happen. But, oh, yes. And plus, it, it keeps me activated. So, for example, right, I'm not going to go too much into like the other stuff, like how to like return on equity, all that good stuff. But I'll do that in, like a different one, right? So, but uh, what's it called? A, a, a great business, right? For example, now to go back to the great business, like they pay dividends or they buy back, buy, buy back stocks. So buying back stocks pretty much means like, like, or not, I mean not stocks, buy by shares of their stocks. So that means if they're buying back um, um, shares of their stocks, that means they have faith in their company. And when people see a business buy back shares of like in their stocks, that means people, more people will be likely to um, buy that thing. That means because that means the business really trusts them. And plus, that raises the price up and that gives people money. And dividends pretty much means like let's just say every quarter this business um, gives you like let's just say like four percent or two percent, whatever the dividends is, right? And depending on now, let's just say you get like forty bucks or a hundred bucks or like a thousand bucks out of your whatever four percent you have. That's a beautiful time. To, that's a great business right there. And to reiterate it again, like a simple rule, what's it called? The best time to buy a stock or to buy stocks or whatever, right? Or a crypto or whatever you want to buy, right? Simple rule is be fearful when others are greedy and be greedy when others are fearful. So be fearful when others are greedy. For example, is like, I remember, like, let's just say Dogecoin is going up right now, right? At that time, Everybody's buying, everybody's buying, everybody's buying, right? So the more people buy, the more the price goes up, right? Then like the reason you should be fearful is because if you bought in that time of it going up, going up, going up, because you feel like you're not you don't want to miss, it's like boom, then your margin of safety could be like thrown out of whack. Now you're buying at an all-time high and let's just say it drops 30%, right? Like like within the next three days. And because you didn't use the margin of safety from that perspective. Bad, 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 bad. Because now for you to even break even, it has to go up another thirty percent. For something to go up thirty percent, is insane. For that to go up thirty percent, that means like you, it's gonna take you a while to even break even. Now you're over here stressing like, damn, I just lost four thousand. I just lost two thousand. And be greedy when others are fearful. So other people are fearful. It's like, damn, this stuff is crashing. It's crashing. It's crashing. Which leads to a bad news is an investor's best friend. It lets you buy a pie or a slice of America's future or the stock market at a markdown price. So I'll say it again, bad news is an investor's best friend. So technically, if you have money saved up, you should be waiting for bad news from your perspective of like, yes, bro, yes. I can't wait because as soon as it drops, you're like, damn, Facebook or Amazon or Tesla just dropped over 300 bucks. And before, let's just say it was like, 800 right now you got it at 500 that's like a big discount you like hell yeah brother because you know that's a great business and it's gonna go back up eventually let's just say it took like six seven months but at least you're in the game that's you save like 300 bucks 
And if it goes up to 800 again or even higher, you're just smiling and telling God, thank you. So don't forget, like easiest time to buy a great business is doing a bear market. Yo, say less. Yo, I had to go off one time for the boys, man. Yo, I'm blessed. Say less. Yo, keep me activated. Yo, cheers. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Brother, 